welcome everyone um so this is my first episode of this podcast um i have yet to find a name for this podcast but um i just kind of wanted to do a little test episode because i've just been feeling really inspired lately to just um go out there and try new things you know i want to try and like do more creative stuff because I have this strong like creative drive in me and I just want to give it a try (laughs) so okay let me just start off by introducing myself um hi my name is Sara I am a high school student I did the IB program um I'm I'm an international student too but I've been going to the same school for the last 11 years here in Paris um my background's kind of confusing I have I was born Canadian in Switzerland. I was born in Switzerland. I was born in Geneva. And both my parents have Kenyan heritage. Um, but they're both natural. Uh, they, they both became Canadian and my brother was born in Canada. So in total, I have about three passports. Uh, I don't know if that's legal or not, but I'm just rolling with it. It's kind of cool. I'm a global citizen. Um, and I some of my passions are... Um, I really enjoy everything to do with, like, writing and researching, um, political science, law, philosophy, politics, but also I love science, (laughs) like, um, hardcore sciences, like biology and chemistry and neuroscience, that's all very interesting to me, so I'm still trying to find my route in terms of what I want to do in the future, but let's hold on, let's hold off on that for a second, um, uh, so right now, I am in the, well, we're currently in quarantine. I'm sure ma- many of you are still in quarantine because coronavirus is ruining our lives. Um, goodness. <laughs> um, yeah, and I had to finish my high school experience online. And as also as a result of the coronavirus, my IB exams, which I've been studying for, for the last two years got cancelled um and I had pretty mixed feelings about that I'm not gonna lie um just to backtrack for a second um so yeah I did the I I'm, did the IB because technically it's all over now um my subjects were biology HL French B HL that was strategic I didn't want to do French A because um and I did English A language and literature literally my favorite subject of all time and then I took Chem SL, Math SL, um, before the syllabus changed, I'm in Mathematics SL, and Econ SL. Um, now, I really enjoyed my subjects, if to be fair, but I remember at the beginning of my IB1 um, experience, I knew I was taking slightly easier subjects for my level, because uh, all throughout high school, I was always in like the highest level possible, so I was always in the highest math class always in the highest French class, um, English class, all of that, all that jazz, um, and I decided to take things a little down a notch for my IB because I cared more about the grade instead of what I would be learning. That kind of makes me sound awful, but, um, I don't know. So, okay, so the thing is, I took, um, French first language. I did the IGCSEs, um, and I did my friend like French first language and I was supposed to take French A in IB but I decided to take French B and 
I remember at the beginning of my IB one year, it was a bit tough because I felt like I was downgrading, even though I was conscious enough that I would get a good grade in this subject because it was much easier. It wasn't my level; it was taken down a notch.、Um, we were doing stuff that I learned way back in like sixth grade, like conjugaison,、uh, compréhension écrite, very easy stuff, and like the orals. It was very Quite basic, and I felt,、um, even though I felt comforted by the fact I would get a good grade,、um, this is all okay. Let me just preface by saying this was all my experience because I've been speaking French for eleven years, and、um, I I was already very comfortable with the language, and that's not to say that French B in general is easy,、um, because there were some hiccups along the way, and I'm not trying to say that. Any of these subjects are easy, and the IB program is definitely hard. But I am just going to talk on my experience. So, all right, now that we got that out of the way,、um, yeah, I found it to be quite easy, and I felt like I wasn't challenging myself enough, and that kind of made me feel a bit cheated in a way. And that also goes for my for my math class because、um, I took math additional math four hundred. I don't know the code for that. Um, and in IGCSE, and then I decided to take Mathematics SL. Um, needless to say, I did not get a good grade in the additional math IGCSE, which really kind of um made me it made me demoralized. I lost a lot of self confidence in that because I don't know. I've always I've always tried to put myself on this pedestal of being the smartest amongst the smartest in my class. Um, but I'm better with that now and. So anyway,、um, in my additional maths class,、um, that content was what I would be doing in math SL, and then I felt like I was going back to square one in IB one, and I felt like I was redoing stuff in grade nine and grade ten, and that kind of also got to me because I felt like I wasn't challenging myself enough, and I wasn't really learning new stuff. And sure, it was all super easy. <laughs> For me, I'm not saying it's easy for anyone else, but just in my experience, it was easy, and I felt very、mm, like I wasn't challenging myself, and that was kind of hard for me, and I, it kind of made me slack off a little. But at least it taught me that I should never do that ever again because that caused some problems for me. I, I don't want to elaborate on that, but anyway. Okay, enough with that.、Um, okay, chemistry. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed chemistry. I take I took Chem SL. I was considering to take Chem HL. Like I think I would have done a good job, but because I'd already I knew I had my heart set on English and bio, and then French B. Just to because French B SL would have been way too easy, so I took it as an HL.、Um, I already had those set up for me, so I was like, yeah, okay, Chem SL. Um, I didn't keep myself from actually trying to study some of the HL stuff, HL content, but my school definitely had some issues when it came to、um, employment. <laughs> We didn't have a chemistry teacher for f- almost, I'd say, a good six months, and we were kind of like self-teaching ourselves. I got、uh, some external help even、um, just to keep myself on track, but I was I was pretty happy with、um, the content there. Um, it is a lot of hard work if you don't already have that science, science,、um, scientific like mindset.、Um, I don't even know what that means, but in my head, I use for me what works the best was just really being、um, on top of the content and really making sure you understand the content, you know. And 
an SL um, science subject, it doesn't go as in deep as an HL subject, and I have experience with both. So I took biology HL, which was very much in deep, in detail, like in content, everything we did was like to the minutest detail. And I know that in university, it definitely gets a lot harder. And so if I would compare an HL science subject to an SL one, so for me, it would be bio versus chem, like how in detail we were going. Of course, the nature of the subjects are definitely different from each other, but I would say um, an HL science course is a lot more tedious and more time consuming um, as opposed to an SL one, but, like, um, I really, I don't regret taking bio-HL because I loved biology. I, I love biology. I can't get enough of it, and that's why one of my favorite shows now is Grey's Anatomy, <laughs> um, and I even considered going down the medical route for university, but I think it would have been too much for me to handle, I think, because, um, it, it can get a lot. You know, the S, the, the IB really, really gets you, and, I found more of my calling, especially in the extracurricular activities I did. I did a shit ton of MUN. <laughs> I was the MUN like club president at my school. It was the best experience. I loved, I loved everything about that club. I so, I was so passionate about it. I gave, I gave my everything into that club because I, I just believed in it so much, and I learned a lot from my predecessors. And I was so passionate about everything, and that's what kind of drew me more into like I can't ignore my humanities loving side and I think that was more where I was at I feel like I'm much more able to it's just more my thing even though I have a huge passion for the sciences so um that's why I decided to make my subjects slightly more equal like I had an I took an economics class as an SL um and all of that content was very very interesting for me despite my teacher being a bit wacky but I'm not, we won't get into that <laughs> she's really crazy um but the content itself was very interesting to me um and okay yeah that's that's pretty much an introduction on me very long-winded I'm so sorry about that um oh let me just add that English um a Langlet was literally my favorite subject of all time because I love everything to do with analysis and like TOK you could see those aspects of TOK in there um, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a literature nut right there. <laughs> okay, um, so next, uh, what are we going to talk about next? Yep, told you this was a draft episode. Um, okay. Um, what did I enjoy about the IB? Uh, let's see. I don't, um, I didn't think my experience was as difficult as some of my peers, Maybe that's in due to the fact that I had slightly easier subjects for my own level. Like, I'm talking about my own personal academic level and what I was capable of. I wasn't really... I was kind of... I took subjects that would have allowed me to do just enough to get a a really good grade. And, of course, I don't know what that grade is yet, but I know what my predicted grades are. I'm definitely not going to say that, but... Um, I was very happy with those, um, and I, I cared much more about, like, getting the good grades to get to university and also have enough time to, like, do those, do those extracurricular activities because I was heavily involved with student council and, as I said, MUN club president, um, stuff outside of school. Like, I had so much, com- like, community um, projects, like, volunteer opportunities, doing stuff, internships during the summer especially, so I... 
I'd imagine myself to have more time because I don't want to be stuck chained to my books the whole time and like yes still study and still get those good grades but also use my time um in ways that I uh could get more experience like hands-on experience I like um so like for CAS you know like I'm glad that the IB has CAS program the CAS program even though it was a huge pain in the butt for everybody it's always a huge pain in the butt um but I learned a lot from Cass actually like I actually have to give some credit to Cass like it really makes you like stop breathe and think um do something non-academic maybe it can be slightly related to academia but do something that you enjoy and that will help you grow and learn as a person um learn more about the world be more engaged with the world think ethically all that stuff um and then the addition of having TOK classes definitely opened up my perspective on that so definitely have to give creds to those um some of the things I didn't really enjoy well I would have to say the amount of written work that one must endure is actually crazy like I oh my god like the amount of IAs and essays and projects and stuff that you have to do for your courses and for what was supposed to be a very little um, like a fraction of your grade, but since the coronavirus cancelled our exams, thank you, Ms. Corona, um, that ca- amounts for a lot more of our, our grade, like specifically 2020, May 2020 session, um, it counts for a lot more now, so, um, whew, excuse me, um, just, um, it takes, it's a lot, it's a lot more now, um, because most of the, the, your percentage would go towards exams, so right now, it's actually, it's the 28th of April, and I'm, I was supposed to have my exams starting May 7th, which is not far at all, that would be in nine days, I would not be recording this podcast right now, if I had exams, I would be freaking out and crying, (laughs) because I don't think I handle exams very well, some, like, I, I feel like I I psych myself out so much and I keep comparing myself to others when it comes to like writing an exam and I don't know I'm trying to get better at that and like I'm actually slightly relieved that I don't have to do the IB exams like it takes a lot off of your chest but um at the same time writing exams is I feel like it's kind of hard for me sometimes it's weird. I get stressed under, like, when I know it's, like, a super serious grade and the stress just gets to me, but, um, I'm, I think I'm getting better with that. Um, yeah. And, yeah, just the amount of stress and the amount of, like, time management is just insane, but it does teach you so much about time management. Like, if I think back at myself in 10th grade, scrambling at the last minute to write my biology exam, which I got a pretty good grade on, like, I'm proud of myself, but, I really just studied at the last minute, like, cramming, that is not how you do things, cramming is not the way to go, I learned that the hard way, (laughs) econ in 10th grade, yet I still took it in 11th grade, who knows why I did that, I don't know, probably because my school doesn't have a lot of options, but whatever, um, yeah, so cramming, definitely not the way to go, um, okay, I think that's, that I've I've spoken enough about my IB experience (laughs) um 
what I would miss about the IB. I'm actually just reading off a few questions that I wrote for myself. I mean, if I ever get to post this, or if you guys have any questions that I could answer about the IB program, please feel free to shoot me a question. I'll have my DMs open. I I, I don't know what how to say this. Um. Okay. Anyway, what would I miss about the IB program? I kind of miss um. I miss having sort of like the guaranteed like balance between sciences and humanities for me because in university it's going to be different and I'm trying to set up my university in the way where I would still be able to get like an equal balance between arts and sciences but I'm I think I'll miss having like also having like teachers be so accessible this is I think this is more specific to like my school we're a very small high school and literally like all the teachers like you could just walk in and be like yo miss I need help (laughs) um I kind of I miss having like so much like I don't know attention from my 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 teachers which I know will not be the case in in uh, university um because university it's very big there and you gotta learn how to be independent and um I think I'll miss just having the teachers like constantly there like supporting you and like cheering you on and like not being afraid to like answer your questions when you need them and just the overall like accessibility to teachers um and also um I think I might miss kind of um, I don't know what else I would miss hmm I'm I might miss some like oh maybe being like being able to relate so much to like my peers like we were all a team and there was no like cutthroat competition or anything like we all really cared about each other and we supported each other in like everything and we became like such a tight-knit group or at least the people that I would you know gravitate towards (laughs) um I think I'll definitely miss that and like just having like the unconditional support from my friends and my family, especially my family, like, having them so close while I was going through a hard time, because, of course, it might have been easy, but it was also very hard. (laughs) Um, okay, so now let's move on to high school experiences in general. So, my high school, oh god, where do I even begin? It was a mess. (laughs) We were undergoing so many transitions as, um, a school. It was very, hard at times especially as a student representative um I served as the president of the student council which was quite difficult for me this year because of course I IB2 does not get easier let let me tell you that folks (laughs) IB2 is was the hardest year of my life um and having to balance everything sometimes I felt like I had to neglect neglect some of my duties but because this was like probably the worst possible year to be in this position like as a president um because nothing was set up like all the resources that previous councils had had were all just kind of gone even like funding it was all at the other school and it was very difficult I'm not going to get into the nitty-gritty bits because otherwise I'll just get triggered (laughs) um but yeah it was very difficult for me to kind of handle that (laughs) and probably not one of my you know what? It was definitely a learning experience. I'm not going to lie. It was it was a year where I just started taking shits from nobody. <laughs> I was just, you know, like people were constantly getting angry at me for 
like for not living up to this unlivable expectation of organizing events when it literally was impossible to do anything like when I tell you it was impossible we only had about 80 students and we were trying to f- make like uh, fund a prom and proms take about thousands and thousands of euros and there's no way we could have done that over one bake sale <laughs> if you know what I mean and just having to like trying to organize those kinds of events when there was like always miscommunication between like the other school when who created their own council and like wouldn't let us go and do our our projects there and it was just it was a huge hassle and then there were like transport strikes but I won't even get into that um so it was very difficult for me to to get through that especially um it's very very hard (laughs) and I definitely learned a lot about myself though like I learned how to be um, a better student, I learned how to study properly, I learned how I fine-tuned my leadership skills, I think I'll say that, and I think I was able to um, learn how to like really cooperate and listen to others. Um, this is over like my two years in, in IV. Um, as a high school student, um, okay, uh, Oh, prom and graduation. Oh, as I was saying, I believe our prom is cancelled. Actually, I didn't say that. Um, We were trying to fund a prom, and it was just not working out, and then the gods answered us and just cancelled it for us. I'm actually kind of glad that it was cancelled, because we weren't... I don't think it was going to happen anyway, and just <laughs> feel like I'm using that as an escape goat, but, like, I f- like it would have no one would have been happy because everyone wanted different things and by everyone I mean every like people in my class the the parents association oops sorry probably shouldn't have said that the PA (laughs) I'm gonna cut that out um so yeah the PA the teachers they all had like different views of what we should have and it was just getting a bit overwhelming to be honest and quite frankly I didn't really care about having a prom because that was not at the top of my list and for me I care much more about using money because we because a lot of us are very privileged to go to this school because it's not it's it's not um as affordable (laughs) as many might think and it was it's quite expensive to go to and with all that money that we had raised I don't want to I wouldn't have wanted to just blow it off on something so superficial and like being able to use our resources to do like good in the world you know I would have rather done a fundraiser and then donated that money to people who really need it and um it was kind of disappointing when a lot of my peers just didn't feel the same way and they felt they deserved more or something I don't know it was very complicated um and I kind of kept getting shut down when I wanted to introduce these new things and quite ironically it just didn't it just didn't go through um and I didn't really care about having a prom anyway I genuinely didn't care um and graduation oh yeah um I also I I I think I cared a bit more when I was younger but then once it came closer and closer I was just kind of like eh I mean I don't care (laughs) like wow that makes me sound awful but I'm sure it would be a great way to get some closure after this crazy experience um but I I don't think I would I'm like in tears about not having a graduation like the traditional walking down the walking down the room thing and wearing the 
weird, annoying, uncomfortable dress gowns and the hat, um, speeches, crying, ugh, it's just, it just seems like, like, it's cute, and it's a great way to kind of, like, end everything, but, um, I don't find it extremely necessary. I, I feel like once I just get my IB diploma, I'll be, like, I'll be set, you know? I don't think I really rely on having that, like, that sort of closure. It would be great to see my friends again if we ever get out of this quarantine, like, saying bye to my teachers, but I think I could do that in, like, one round trip to the school again, you know? <laughs> like, while I'm dropping off my books, like, I don't feel the need to have something so sentimental in that way, and, like, same thing for, you know, yearbooks. Like, like I can live with just the memories I made in my head and, like, the pictures that I took and keeping it personal like I don't need it to scream oh my god look look at look at everything we did in the yearbook like oh no I don't need that um so needless to say I don't think I need that I've never I don't think I've ever really needed like some weird like school spirit um closure kind of activity to end this high school experience because like if I'm being honest I'm just ready for the next step I feel like I've been ready for so long and I just can't wait to get to my future plans I can't wait for just the future I'm very ready to just move on from high school um so yeah I mean if if you if you're the kind of person who cares a lot about like having these mementos like very like tangible and physical events um that 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 is totally okay and like everyone's different and we all don't have to have like the same priorities in life of course but I'm just saying like how I feel about everything um because this is my podcast yay (laughs) um so yeah um oh okay so what are my future plans um so as I said I'm most certainly going to be going on to higher education um and I have decided to go to um I've received offers from Um, many different universities and I've decided I will go to McGill University in Canada Um, it's in Montreal in Quebec and I'm very excited because it was one it's been my dream school for god knows how long like I'm very very excited Um, and I will be um, in their arts and science program because I feel like I need to have a solid arts and a solid science concentration um, in in my university experience because it's just what I need (laughs) I don't know I can't explain it but this is just what I want to do and I'm hopefully gonna go into law um afterwards um I definitely want to use my undergrad as just a um as just the years to just really find myself and like know what my priorities are but I know that maybe I want to do something in law and um I'm just not ready to like immediately go and get a you know like in in the UK you can get an LLB right away um don't think I want to do that just yet I want to let myself like live and like experience everything and maybe my interests might change and I don't want to miss out on any opportunities or different paths that I could take so I want to take a broad undergrad and then specialize later (laughs) um so yeah that means I will be moving for the first time in 11 years I'll be moving to the homeland even though I've never lived there because I lived in Switzerland for god knows how long um oh no my god it's been more than 11 years since I've been in France because I okay I moved I was born in Geneva and then I moved we moved there when I was we moved out of there when I was three 
Oh, God. It's been, like, 15 years since I've been in France. Oh, my God. I've been saying 11 years for the past four years. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, to be fair, I've been in Paris for 11 years. But since we moved, um, we, we weren't living in Paris right away because of my dad's work. Um, we only moved to Paris when I was seven. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Because I was like, how does that math work? I'm not 14. <laughs> Uh, or 15, no, 14, I can do math, I promise, um, so yeah, it's gonna be a big step, and even my parents are moving to another country, they're going, moving to Portugal for my dad's work, my brother's already studying Canada, so that's already very exciting for him, it's been, he's going into third year, very proud of my brother, um, and I will be starting my first year in September, hopefully, um, there is some worry that we might not even start until, um, until like past September um but yeah that's my plan I'm just gonna take this summer to like chill I've gotten into knitting again it's my passion it's my dream it's my love <laughs> um and yeah thanks so much for listening to this crazy first introduction episode of my podcast which I don't have a name for yet maybe I'll insert it later um but yeah thank you for listening um if, if you want to subscribe to this podcast go ahead um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's underscore sarah.kl underscore. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much the only handle I have to plug. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening and thank you for like going along with me and helping me pursue my dreams by listening and supporting. Um, love you all. Best wishes. Good luck signing off. Peace out. <laughs>